You're listening to the Smart Gets Paid podcast with me, Leah Niederthal. I help women land higher paying clients in their B2B consulting and coaching businesses, but I've never been a salesperson. My background is in corporate marketing. And when I started my first consulting business, I learned pretty quickly that it's about a thousand times harder to sell your own stuff than it is to sell someone else's. So I taught myself how to do it. And I created a sales approach that feels comfortable, makes you feel confident, and that works consistently. And now I teach women how to land higher paying clients in their B2B consulting and coaching businesses. So whether your client contracts are $2,000 or $200,000, if you wanna work with more of the clients you love, do more of the work you love, and get paid more than you ever imagined, then you're in the right place. Let's do it together. Welcome to Smart Gets Paid. Hey there, Leah here, and welcome to this episode. So as I was putting together this episode that you're going to hear today, I thought back to my time in Chicago. I lived in Chicago for nine years after college, and I absolutely loved it. I still miss it sometimes. And I was thinking specifically back to a day in one of those earlier years when something happened that really impacted me. And I promise it's relevant to today's episode. You'll see. So there was a time during that period where I was in kind of a low place. I was in my 20s, it was the early 2000s, and I was walking down the street in Lakeview, which is a neighborhood where I lived, and I passed this used bookstore on Broadway. I'd gone in a few times, and I had actually picked up books there before, and it was actually one of my favorite places in the neighborhood. And on that Saturday, I remember that it was a gorgeous day, and they were having a sidewalk sale with all these books lined up on tables outside. And I don't know, maybe it was just the headspace where I was at that moment, but this one book seemed to just kind of leap off the table and into my hands. It was as if it was calling to me and I just had to pick it up. So I bought it, I took it home, and it was all about relationships between people and the dynamics between people's personalities. And it was actually one of the first, I guess, personal development books that I ever read. And if you know me, you know that I'm a personal development junkie. I'm always reading stuff to better understand myself and other people and why we do what we do and how we can be better versions of ourselves. And this book blew my mind. It was so eye-opening and really groundbreaking. And it actually changed the way I think about myself and other people and really a lot of things forever. The book was called I'm Okay, You're Okay. And do you know when it was written? 1967. 1967. I was reading it almost 40 years later. And I was reminded of that when I was putting together this episode, because as you're going to hear, the woman I'm talking to is afraid of something that I think a lot of women are worried about, that her stuff and what she teaches isn't new or groundbreaking or interesting enough. She's a leadership coach in tech companies, and you'll hear us talk through what she's feeling and reframe how she's thinking about her work. This session was a one-on-one coaching call that's part of my Pack Your Pipeline LinkedIn course. So I want to say a special thank you to this student for allowing me to share this conversation with you. Take a listen to our call. And at the end, I'll come back and share how you can apply a lesson from this call to your business. So how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I wrote down a few thoughts. I wasn't late last night, but I wanted to say I love the program. So I'm I'm super excited to be part of the community. Like, it's just been amazing. I like, honestly, as as a, a fellow woman entrepreneur launching my business, like, I don't know how you do such a high touch program. I mean, oh. it just, it's just shocking. Like I've never done anything that even comes close. Oh, so nice. I really, yeah, I really appreciate that. I mean, it's just like, like I said, I was, I've never done any program that had anything like this. So super awesome. So I love graduating my profile and there's still a few things missing, but I'm happy with it. Great. Oh, and so then, well. so then my profile, I haven't done an article yet. I just haven't had a chance, but also 
I mean, this is kind of insane because I was an NPR reporter, but I still need a mind shift, a mind shift about my value as an expert. I'm like, that's insane. Like, I, yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> like not though. Like, that's yeah. the thing. It's not yeah. insane. That's exactly what happens when you go from yeah. working for somebody else where yeah. other external people tell you about your value to yeah. working for yourself where you have to come up with it on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so let's so talk about it. Let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah. When you think about that, what comes up for you? I, yeah, I guess it's like, what do I have to offer? What's, you know, like, I'm not treading new ground. I'm not like um, doing it. I'm like breaking any news. I'm like, why should what I say be valued? So yeah, it's just like that kind of internal conversation I'm having. Can I just offer yeah. a different way of saying what you just said? Yeah. Essentially, what I'm hearing is you're sort of judging yourself by yeah. the same metrics yeah. that, that you used to be judged as a reporter, yeah. a journalist, but you're not yeah. a journalist anymore. Yeah. You're doing this whole other thing, yet you're still sort of judging yourself according to the yeah. same measures. Yeah. And there's imposter syndrome too. There's a lot of that. In all yeah. What stuff. does that feel like so, for you? Yeah. It's just like they're going you know, to find out I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm like not who I say I am, but they're going to find out I'm, you know what I'm doing or that I'm a fake and that's not based on fact it's just based on the you know but it, it's like my brain that's telling me that is not connected to like the feeling I have I know listen imposter syndrome is real yeah and there's a whole internet's worth of literature yeah. about it yeah but the way that we can tackle this here is yeah. well we've already started doing it because yeah. that's why you know we start with your headline, we start with your profile Mm -hmm. because that's where that shift comes in of how you talk about your work, you know, instead of like, I go in and train people, you know, versus really focusing on the value because, and the important part about that is not just for your clients, it's for you Yeah, to really say, wow, you know, I do solve this huge problem. Right. And yeah, that was, that helped, that's helping a lot with that shift. Just like look at my profile, I'm like, oh, I'm really saying the value I bring. And that's, that's been really helpful in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's just like getting out of my way and just doing it. (laughs) Easier said than done, of course. But let's talk about the metrics that, or the measures that might apply to your work now. Yeah. You know, when people work with you, when businesses work with you, companies work with you. Yeah. What do you see that tells you, oh my gosh, this is working? Yeah. I mean, everything I've done, I've gotten rave reviews and incredible testimonials and I've been paid a lot of money. I mean, you know, not everyone, but I paid, paid a lot of money to do it. So and again, this is sort of, some of those are external, but like, I feel great. I feel confident. I get good reactions like in the room and after. So there are a lot of metrics that tell me I'm, what I'm doing is working and it's bringing a lot of value. Yeah. And is one of the metrics that you have to break a new story? You know, it has to be groundbreaking. Yeah. No, it's... I mean, I'm saying that facetiously, yeah. right? It's like... Yeah, no, 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 I know. It's... Well, there's an element of that. Like, how am I being innovative? I thought, like, what's my special sauce? Because people have done this before. But, like, I do have a special sauce. And so, is that innovative enough? So, I guess that's the part of, like, am I breaking new ground? Like, is what I have to say or do, yeah, like, unique enough or innovative enough to be that expert? Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. So, the women yeah. that I work with, just like yourself put a lot of pressure on themselves. Yeah. Right. I know this intimately because I put yeah. a tremendous amount of pressure on myself to, you know, find a new way to do something, to be innovative, to be groundbreaking. Uh-huh. The thing we have to remember is you're so close to it. It's no, yeah. it's not as novel to you, but to mm-hmm. the people that you're working with and the companies yeah. that you're working with and the teams, 
Yeah. This is brand new. This is, is. Yeah. so innovative. This shift that you bring about in them is yeah. really groundbreaking for them. And so don't let your familiarity with it yeah. really sort of shade you or bias you against the fact yeah. that like, it's really cool for the people that you're working with. Yeah. The other thing that I remind myself is this sort of trying to be innovative and really pushing yeah. yourself and being really hard on yourself. I, I guess it was like illustrated in something that I came across a couple of years ago. Yeah. Are you familiar with the Miracle Morning? Uh-uh. Okay. So this guy, Hal Elrod, uh, wrote this book called The Miracle Morning. And he has this really incredible story. He like was in a huge car accident and he you know, I think was going to die. And he spent a lot of time, maybe he was, you know, in rehab to sort of learn how to walk and all these things. Right. And he came up with a way of sort of living that helped him recover, helped him become a yeah. productive member of society, helped him feel better, all these things. Right. I'm, pro I'm sure yeah. I'm sort of telling the story poorly, but Anyway, he dubbed that Miracle Morning and he wrote a book mm -hmm. on it. He speaks about it. He makes like millions of dollars on it. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what Miracle Morning really is? Do you know what his philosophy is? Like daily affirmations or something like that? No, it's wake up an hour earlier and do good things for yourself. Like mm -hmm. work out or yeah. do some journaling or do some affirmations or whatever, right? Yeah. His intellectual property, right? His yeah. IP, his entire methodology is wake up an hour earlier. Mm -hmm. And when I read that book, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, you have got to be kidding me. Here yeah. I am beating my head against the wall, trying to yeah. find the most innovative way to yeah. teach women how to land higher paying consulting clients yeah. and whatever. And this guy makes millions of dollars from wake up an hour earlier. And I was like, you know yeah. what, Leah, it's okay to not be the most innovative all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that sits with you, but no, it really you know, is something I love for that me. Story. Well, one thing I, I sometimes should listen to what I teach other people because, you know, sometimes you teach these things and they become sort of like, oh, yeah. But like I tell people, you, there's an improv principle, but it applies to life. It's like, in work, it's like, be obvious. Don't be afraid to be obvious. And what I teach is that you think it's obvious, right? If it's obvious to other people, they'll feel smart. Like, oh, I, yeah, I was on the same page with someone, you know, it's great. They obviously they get it because I was thinking the same thing. And if you say something that you think is obvious, that's, uh, they don't think it's obvious. It's like unique and you're adding your new perspective and you're, you come, you know, and you're really adding value to them because you're presenting something they hadn't thought about or they didn't know. So like, you know, I teach that. So it's good mm -hmm. to have this conversation and be like, Oh, I really should apply that to me. <laughs> right. I mean, we're so good yeah. at solving other people's problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Don't be afraid to be obvious. Don't be afraid to teach somebody something that they actually know how to file away. Yeah right? If you teach something so off the wall, they may yeah. not really have a place to put it, you yeah. know, and they may not be able to connect it to the concepts that they already know and understand and use. Yeah. So remember Miracle Morning and yeah. <laughs> find to yourself, give yourself a break. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to keep on hold on to that. So there's a lot here, but if there's one thing I want you to take from this episode is this. Never forget that what you do and the way you do what you do can be groundbreaking for people. The story I told at the beginning about the book I quote unquote discovered 40 years later, that book may have been old news for a lot of people, but it was totally new to me. 
It happens even today when people ask me, oh, have you heard of so-and-so coach? And I say, no, I haven't heard of her. So don't ever doubt that something you might've said a hundred times or a thousand times or said to every single one of your clients, there are still people who are hearing it for the first time. And for those people, your words could be life-changing.